bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program: consumer price inflation rose to a 24-month high in July, while factory gate inflation reached new low. And China conducts full audits of at least 20 trust firms. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's consumer price index, or CPI, hit a two-year high of 2.7% year-on-year growth in July amid steady food price rises and seasonable factors. The National Bureau of Statistics said on Wednesday, the country's CPI rose 2.7% year-on-year in July, expanding from 2.5% in June. The bureau reported, though lower than most analysts' forecast of 2.9% growth. Last month's figure is the highest since July 2020. The increase on a year-on-year basis was mainly due to a steep food price rises. In July, pork price rose 20.2 percent year-on-year, reversing a drop of 6 percent in June. And prices of fruit and vegetables rose by 16.9 and 12.9 percent year-on-year, respectively, according to Dong Lijuan, a statistician from the MBS. Despite hitting its highest level in two years last month, China's consumer inflation is unlikely to breach the government's targets of three percent, thanks to continuous production resumption and the expected bumper farm harvest. Analysts said. Meanwhile, China's factory gate inflation cooled in July to the lowest it's been since February 2021. The Producer Price Index or PPI increased 4.2 percent year-on-year in July, notably down from the 6.1 percent rise from the previous month. The prices of industrial products are broadly dropping due to a variety of internal and external factors. For example, prices across the coal mining sector rose 20.7 percent year-on-year in July, down 10.7 percentage points from the previous month, while petroleum and natural gas exploration rose 43.9 percent year-on-year, down 10.5 percentage point from June. The MBS data revealed. The carryover effect of last year's price changes contributed around 3.2 percentage points to the PPI growth, while new price increases contributed around one percentage point. The MBS said. Moving on to regional highlights, China on Tuesday completed construction of its first independently developed trial line using rare earth permanent magnetic levitation technology in Xinguo County, Southeast China's Jiangxi Province. Dubbed Rainbow, the 800-meter-long maglev line with a designated maximum speed of 80 kilometers per hour can serve a two-carriage maglev train with a capacity of eight. To eight people. Hong Kong's decision to reduce the number of days arrivals must spend in hotel quarantine triggered an immediate surge in flight bookings to the city. Trip.com said on Tuesday, the number of bookings for flights to the financial hub surged 2.5 times the day the decision was announced, and outbound flights orders also rose 176 percent from the previous day. The data showed. Update on COVID-19. 
Avzuddin, China's first homegrown oral drug for COVID-19 developed by Genering Biotech, has been included into the latest version of the Diagnose and Treatment Playbook for COVID-19 of the National Health Commission on Tuesday. The Henan-based Genering Biotech revealed Tuesday that a bottle of Avzuddin is priced at less than 300 yuan, each containing 35 tablets with 1 milligram apiece. The NHC also instructed the prescription for adults should be 5 minute gram per day for no more than two weeks. Next on industry and company news. China has the second largest number of nuclear power units in operation or under construction in the world, the National Nuclear Safety Administration said on Tuesday. As of June this year, China had 54 nuclear power units in operation and 23 were under construction. China's Small and Medium Enterprises Development Index, based on a survey of 3,000 SMEs, edged down in July, industry data showed Tuesday. The index came in at 88.3 in July, down 0.1 points month-on-month, said the China Association of Small and Medium Enterprises. China's machinery industry registered steady expansion in revenue in the first half of the year, according to the China Machinery Industry Federation Tuesday. The operating revenue of firms in the sector totaled 12.95 trillion yuan during the period, up 5.44% year-on-year. The added value of the sector rose 0.7% year-on-year during the period, the data showed. ByteStand has acquired one of China's largest private hospital chains for 10 billion yuan, deepening a foray into healthcare sector, media reported on Wednesday. It is taking full ownership of MCare Healthcare, which runs women's and children's hospitals in cities from Beijing to Shenzhen. Global video game software developer Unity said on Tuesday that it will join hands with Alibaba, China Mobile, MiYoHo, TikTok and others to set up a Chinese joint venture valued at $1 billion. Unity China will build local versions of the company's core products for game developers, including a Chinese version of its flagship product. The Beijing Consumer Association said in statement on Tuesday that it recently summoned Miss Fresh for regulatory talks, asking the cash-strapped Chinese fresh fruit e-retailer to deal with consumers' complaint about a failed refund. The Beijing-based Miss Fresh received 269 complaints over the past 30 days on complaint platform Black Cat, and the firm also defaulted on 250 million yuan payment to its suppliers. Earnings Report Express. Hong Kong's Cathay Pacific Airways has announced on Wednesday a loss of 5 billion Hong Kong dollars in the first half of 2022, 33.9% down from the same period last year amid a strong rebound in passenger flights. The city's flagship carrier reported a 17% increase in revenue to 18.55 billion Hong Kong dollars. Cathay's passenger flight business increased by 177% to 2.06 billion Hong Kong dollars in the first half, while revenue from freight flights was up 9.3% compared with the same period last year. 
Switching gears to financial news, China's top auditor is conducting a review of the 20 trillion yuan trust sector, media reported on Wednesday. In an unscheduled move, the National Audit Office has for the past month been inspecting the books of at least 20 trust firms, including the top five, to gauge the risk they pose to financial stability. The firms are being asked to report on their risky loans to developers and on any plan to dispose of them. The audit office is expected to summit its conclusions to policymakers in Beijing. And wrapping up with a quick look to stock markets, Chinese stocks fell on Wednesday, led by a broad slump of tech shares. But the close, the benchmark Shanghai Composite retreated 0.54% and the Shenzhen component closed 0.87% lower. Hong Kong stocks declined sharply as the Hansen index lost 1.96% and the tech index dropped 2.83%, with mainland developers and electric vehicle makers being the worst performers. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.